Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. January, new month, new you. This this is a vibe for so many. It's it's an annual thing. It's, it almost ties into the New Year's resolution that, okay, I, I, I want a different outlook. I want different challenges in my life, and notably my career. So you, you make a switch. So maybe you were doing some job hunting over the holidays. The question is, did you lean into the government website, a website of Canada.com, and then you link over to jobs slash careers, and the boom, the next thing you know, you're in and you're looking at some data and you're going, oh my gosh, I'm applying to work for CSIS. Yeah. They're hiring across the country right now and, and you could make over $100,000 without even having a degree. Wow. So the Canadian Security Intelligence Service hiring for a bunch of roles. So not even necessarily frontline like James Bond. <laughs> Um, but if you do apply, careful with who you chat about. In the in the job posting, it says, do not discuss your applica- application with others, including on social media, besides your partner or close family members. You should also be reminded about the need to be discreet. That is for mm-hmm. the title of surveillance officer. That's the government term for spy. Anyone. So the description is for anyone who wants to live out their dreams. You'll need to conduct discreet physical surveillance and be able to adapt to various settings quickly and have the ability to manage stress. Wear a tux. Okay, I just added that one. <laughs> but here's where I'm mildly alarmed. So they're hiring in uh, British Columbia and in their Toronto location. Okay. Pay scale is between 65000 and 79000 You're a spy. That's... Do you know, if you're making $65,000 holding some of the, your country's secrets, it's not hard to be bought. <laughs> Someone from another country goes, hey, I got hundred k for a couple of conversations. Okay. Right that, I got a free lunch for you. Yeah. <laughs> they are also hiring administrative assistants who, and no slight, but I'm just trying to angle it towards the, if you're a spy, again, in my opinion, not, not knowledge and, and understanding of fact, you should be the cream of the crop, well-educated, athletic, diverse, mm-hmm. 17 languages. Uh, admin assistants can make $70,000. So you as a spy potentially could be making less than the secretary handing you your dossiers. Bond making less than money penny. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah, that's unusual. They are also looking for those in the uh, business analysts and business intelligence specialists. That's where the money is. You make over 100 k and it's someone who's excited by challenges, loves all things data, digital, cryptocurrency. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Q all over that, for sure. It's, why not? We're, while we joke, somebody has to do the job. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. They're saying this, uh, with this, you, not required, college diplomas or even university degrees. That, they're looking for life skills, street smarts. Yeah, true, true. I'm a little concerned at why they keep posting so much. Yeah. <laughs> it's great to, to have lots of jobs available, but why do we need so many spies? And like, this is the, I don't know, in, in a year, the second or third time. Benny, I, post. I think the burnout rate is relatively high. I suppose There's a lot yeah, of maybe, think of the secrets yeah. the UFOs, foreign governments, mm-hmm. and the cyber attacks, all the behind the scenes stuff that we commoners we couldn't handle. The truth behind maple syrup, yeah. Uh, thank yeah. you. What's the special ingredient? Yeah. Now, 
Is a grudge and the ability to keep a secret, are they the same thing? Uh, I hope not. Well, I was going to ask, because my mom, she's like nine years on one subject, so I feel like she, could, she likely could be a really good spy. It's a simple application just through Canada.com. Follow the links for careers. If, if you've got somebody in your life who's considering it, I'll send it to my mom, but in about size 18 font. Just yeah. <laughs> you know, that's senior experience. Absolutely. It's required. Right. Nobody will suspect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. Quitters. Two and three people have never completed a New Year's resolution. And, and it turns out... Many people are too familiar with the expression, ah, just wait till next year. But two-thirds of people in, in North America have never successfully completed a New Year's resolution. New info reveals that of those who have previously set resolutions, almost 70% never achieved one. However, people are feeling more optimistic this year. Oh, okay. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe uh, 21 months of doom and gloom in a lot of ways. It's yeah. like, hell, I'm going to beat this in some way, shape, or form. When will quitters hit that resolution cliff? Well, uh, you're not far out. Uh, Jan 29th. Oh, almost all the way through January. Feb 4th is when most expect to give up entirely most of the 2022 goals. Hey, the upside is with gyms closed. You can't quit something you didn't start. Hey, there's the bright side. But the top reason you give up something is that it's something you enjoy. Maybe it's a vice like a little too much booze or you still put your hands on the darts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're overly ambitious. You're trying to do too much all at once, and you just lump that in as a New Year's resolution. But in fact, you're doing a whole life change, and that's I not see. a sustainable gotcha, measure. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. I was going to say, my resolution last year, can't specifically say it on the air, but it was to try more things, try new, more things yep. kind of thing. Yeah. And I, I definitely successfully did that resolution. But I just doubled down. So now, this year, <laughs> I'm going to keep doing that. <laughs> uh, but the biggest part is not having a proper support. Support system. That's almost forty yeah. percent of people. But that they say the support system includes yourself because you have to be accountable first. The trouble is, we lean it on. Well, my my partner still eats chips at night when we watch TV. This that's that's their mouth and their body. Not it's not it's not your meat suit, that's man. Excuses, yeah. That's, that's right. Like excuses. You got one meat vehicle. You got to babysit your whole life. That said, it's great if you're both on the same page with that because we have. Backstage, Sarah and I, we got into, especially over the holidays, a big routine of a lot of snacks and a lot of chips yeah. in the house and that sort of thing. And over the past couple of nights, we're like, all right, no snacks. <laughs> we do dinner. Dinner's good. And then no snacks. And if there's any time, it's like, you know, maybe just, nope, no snacks. <laughs> we'll check in and in a week. go either way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. But here's the thing. A couple of points, they say, to lean into the real success side of it all. Instead of giving up what you love this year. Making positive changes that don't come with a sacrifice. So it's the old, you don't need to overhaul everything. Start simple with, I'm going to go to the gym. How about walking? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's easily done. Food-wise, don't cut out all the things. Maybe go, I'm going to save that for the weekend. Or I'll have a smaller bowl of chips. So less complete abandonment and more of just lighter restrictions and look if you're still hammering away by june you're still after it it's still working years ago i in order to try to eat better i would start whittling away restaurants that i won't 
go to anymore. Good call. Where it's like, okay, why? And it was easy to begin with. Where I was like, I don't eat this all that often, so we'll just strike that one from the list. But it's, I've gone and with less options, I think, to an extent. When you're limiting yourself, you're almost like, do I really want it or do I just want to go yep. eat something bad right now? <laughs> That's it. It's warranted. Like, you don't need to do the rock and eat 19 pancakes on one no. cheat day and then stay clean for seven. Yeah. It's that moderation. It's balance, but it's it's accountability. So one last little nugget, and I was talking to Benny about this yesterday. I, at times, have this impulse of, well, I, I have 50 bucks. I should probably just go do something with it. <laughs> so instead of just going out and buying something random that I'll probably forget by the end of the day. I opened an online trading account, so I'll put 20 bucks into a TFSA. I'll there you put go. $18. It sounds so stupid. No, not at all. But I'm That's at 1100 bucks. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to see, my, my idea is what can I do over the course of a year? So I like it. Small bites. Again, it is a, it's a doable thing, but you, it, uprooting your whole life and dumping it on the table to try to sort is just, no. it's not a sustainable yeah. measure. No, for sure. So... Shocker, the new data they presented, not a lot of new data. Just uh, recapping and <laughs> underlining uh, under, underlining the stuff that actually works. This was a segment of, I should have known this. <laughs> yeah. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. New dating term called hardballing. It's when you approach dating in a no-nonsense way. Like, all right, we're playing hardball here. So you're playing another game. That's a great oh, idea. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Basically, you let the other person know what you're looking for, whether that's a serious, long-term, casual fling, just a straight-up one-nighter. The idea is to set expectations so there are no confusions and you don't waste time. The reason I guess why we're at this hardballing point is uh, those in the dating game are sick of all the awful trends that include ghosting. So now the pendulum is kind of swinging back in the other direction towards brutal honesty. Okay. Or could it just be in the middle? Could you try just being honest? Hey, I'm unsure of where things are at, but if this goes well, maybe it goes somewhere. Um, here's what I do. If at any point I feel like this isn't working, I'll just be honest with you. That doesn't sound like a hardball to me. That just sounds like honesty. That is true. I, my concern with hardballing, the idea of hardballing, is if somebody's trying it and that's not them, that could be a turnoff yep. for what could potentially be at least a longer conversation, you know. And hardball is a reference to baseball, so you are going to give someone three strikes? Yeah. Is that how, is that how it's going to work? <laughs> well, he didn't show up that one night. Oh, well, he didn't do that. Then he, oh, now he's done. There's some spelling errors. That's a strike. Yeah. I, the understanding, too, is we're coming off of basically two years of lockdown on, off, on, off. Mm-hmm. It has had a massive impact on those who living alone and or were in the dating game or trying to be in the dating game or went through a breakup and are now trying to reset and start over. It's basically taught people that life is short. Just go get after it. So be brutally honest. But why, why does it have to be brutal? Can it just be honest? Yeah. Does it have to be so harsh? <laughs> Hardball. Brutal. That's true. Yeah, Man. yeah. They're really leaning into being aggressive. I know. <laughs> and the dating scene. When I think love, I think all those things. <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell. So if you're into hardballing, hopefully you've got your pitch count all figured out. <laughs> like, <laughs> man. Hoy. Yeah. Th- there it is. So that will be one of the themes for 2022. Just go get after it. Like, uh, I, it still works for many. Hook up with someone you work with. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, Listen. Yeah. Pen and company anchor, you know, clicking mm-hmm. the old uh, corporate mouse. You know what I mean? Like, it's worked for me. Well, that's true. 
I don't know if that's what you were seeking necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> no, at first it was, hey, you want to go to a concert? <laughs> yeah, hey, that, that works. I've got what? tickets. <laughs> it's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. Via the station. Virgin Radio. It's that baby name game. It's not an easy one. <laughs> Father of two daughters, Benny. One of each. Yeah, one, you've got to combo the one in each. How challenging was it for you to come up with the list and equally assign it? That's the name they're going to have for the rest of their days. So, or at least until they're 18 and change it if they <laughs> choose. Change it. Um, we, we had a list going for a long time. Backstage Sarah, big planner. Yeah. So she had a list from childhood, I think. Like she's been, she's been working on a list for a long time. Yeah. Um, one of them that I think, now she debates this, but I, I suggested the name Ollie. Based on my love of the Green Arrow, Oliver Queen, okay. and also my history of skateboarding. <laughs> As in the Ollie McTwist. The Ollie, well, the Ollie's like your standard yeah. Yeah. trick that you learn right away. Uh, so Sarah, backstage Sarah, like that was, that made the short list. And then we had it. We didn't know what we were having the first time around. So with uh, we had Ollie was going to be our boy name. And then we had a different name for if we were going to have a girl. And then with Sadie, we did know. So we were able to kind of focus yeah. more on the yeah. on the girl side. And we came up with it. Now, that was more of a family name. We wanted something traditional and kind of older, similar to Ollie, because Ollie was not nearly as popular as it is now. Right. Um, and then so what we went with Sadie. Sadie was my, my grandmother's name. That yeah, was her nickname. Her, my grandmother's name was actually Sarah. But oh, really? Too many Sarah Cummings in this, uh, in in my, this world. In my bubble right now. <laughs> so uh, we decided to go with Sadie, her nickname. That works. Yep. And, and it's you, it, it's an interesting formula. It's usually a long list. We were stuck. And thankfully, we, we had girls because we couldn't agree on a boy's name. There, there wasn't one that came across the desk, so to speak, that was like, yep, it's unanimous. That's the one. Baby names, the trends, they do change year to year. What does 2022 look like? Interesting. Unisex names, the concept of uh, gender expanding and evolving. Parents are embracing names that are good for anything. Mm-hmm. Meaning Kai, Luca, Quinn, River, Remy, Rowan. All right, so there's some neutrality. Okay. Nature is a big one. Like yeah. Ren and Ivy. Ren S- as Sienna. in like a bird, right? There's a W there. Not like Ren and Stimpy. But no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe secretly you could sneak that one okay, in. Okay, yeah. Uh, Hazel. A friend who just did a bit of a vintage name, and now it was interesting. Is where they say, "Oh, vintage names are back." So I say that you think Sadie, uh, Beatrice, like you think yeah, of, like, yeah, yeah, yes. No, no, no. They're thinking Nancy, Sharon, Pamela, baby oh, Nancy. Oh. I don't know that I baby, baby Wayne. Nancy's a tough one. I know a Wayne. Wayne. Yeah. He's one of the the greatest guys and happiest and smiliest humans ever. But yeah. Wayne and a baby. Yeah, that's true. That's a hard one. I I always put the word baby in front of a name now to see if it's going to work or not. Oh. Like baby Ed is just not, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's they're, they're challenged. It's it's hard. If if this is you and you're you you you've got baby number one on the way, uh, we feel for you. If if you've got a if you got yourself a little flock and you had just a foolproof way of figuring it out, share it. Let's help those who have yet to identify the name. Mm-hmm. Because now, like, we're done. My vasectomy, well, it got moved. So maybe that's a sign. It got moved to April. That's not a sign. Yes. No, that's not a sign. Don't be taking these names and trying to get your own inspiration out of it. (laughs) 
you have a little angles to play for 2022, well, what does it look like in your world? One one zero five three ninety seven five ninety seven five. I've got a couple of uh, 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 acquaintances and people in my circles yep. that have had some babies. Uh, one being uh, baby Hannah, beautiful, That's neutral cute. name. Absolutely, that is a name that carries and it ages so well with you. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Some don't. No, they don't. Like uh, even Jeffrey, as a li- like as a baby, I felt like ah, that's a little, eh. Eh. yeah. And you'd only get Jeffrey when you're in trouble. So basically, all pretty the time, much, I yeah, guess, yeah. So. Up, <laughs> up until about eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. Baby names. How'd you get there? 2022 offering some interesting new trends, leaning really hard into unisex names, which shouldn't surprise many, just given the landscape of today. But nature-inspired names and vintage names. But when you think vintage, we're not talking 20s and 30s. We're talking 50s and 60s, mm-hmm. like Pamela, Wayne, and Martin. Don't know if that's uh, going to work. Now, that also the big thing, and it doesn't surprise a lot of people, but uplifting names coming out of a pandemic and then for many that's when that baby was uh, was conceived so you have cheerful uplifting names like Chloe and Finley and Claire and Felix what about joy thank you <laughs> some uh, some texts on on how your kids and and their names and how they came to be and even someone hey here's how my name was chosen uh, well quick text saying Bethany my boyfriend and I love it beautiful name. Yeah. You take that short form of Beth if you're a Yellowstone fan. Man, that fits so perfect. Uh, Someone who, uh, they have Maddox, Jamie, Colson, Jeffrey, and Riker Edward. So, uh, Edward Garrett, pardon me. So that's uh, three names of Maddox, Colson, and Riker. Got it. Yep. Um, If you name your baby Wayne, good luck not calling it Lil Wayne for the next three years. (laughs) Three years? 18 years (laughs) at least. Uh, It would just have to stick. (laughs) Interesting one about uh, not figuring out a boy's name in the hospital. Yeah, uh, Texan says, from London, my husband and I couldn't ever agree on boys' names. We ended up with two boys. Needless to say, my youngest was named after the bread at the hospital, Weston. (laughs) You named your kid Toast? (laughs) (laughs) But Weston, a very strong name. It is, absolutely, yeah. We we joke now that Sarah and I finally came to an agreement after our youngest is is soon to be 11. Mm -hmm. We finally went, oh, if we had a boy, now we have a name. It just took us that long. Right, yeah. And now, because we're both impatient, uh, impatient we, we found out both, yeah. both, we knew we had to know. Yeah, yeah. She didn't want to do a yellow neutral nursery. She wanted Fair colors. Yep. She wanted no, to be specific. The, uh, the excitement of becoming a first time parent and then a subsequent second. So we knew, so we knew it was, it was girls. And we, I think we had at least 10 names. The girls were easy. It was, yeah. it was trying to go, okay, if, if we have a son, what do we name him? Couldn't agree because then I'm thinking of every dude that I went grew up with. I'm like, dork, hated him, mean, didn't like him. That's the classic. You don't realize how many people you really don't like before you start having to know that you're going to live with a name. I know. I couldn't go over to the crib and pick it up. And go, hi, Paul Galbraith. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. Conversation surrounding 2022 and what that means for baby names. Some new trends. Doesn't shock many, but the, the world is shifting. So a ton of unisex names, whether it be Kai or Luca, Quinn, Remy, Rowan, all on the list. Nature-inspired names really popping off from Ivy and Sienna, Hazel, Vintage. Ryan, who yeah, yeah. a fun one. How, vintage names? That caught me off guard at first. And they go, oh, okay, so we're back to, I got a nickel in my pocket. Like We're going, <laughs> we're going back to, what, the 30s? Um, no. 
50s and 60s. Nancy's are coming back. Sharon's. Pamela, Wayne, Martin. Um, interstellar names. Parents, they're, they're, they're going yeah. out and beyond. So celestial cool. names like Aurora, Leo, Orion, Luna, Soleil. Okay. There's, there's some options. Naming your child, it's, I would say, don't laugh, it's right up there with naming your pet. Because oh, they're, yeah, they're absolutely. Some, you, you, they're your fur babies. You don't have human children. It's so naming, it's, it's a tough one. Someone, uh, they used uh, Ben's logic of saying baby ahead of a name to see if that, and they said that it worked for them. So bang on, Ben, that uh, your, your, there you go. your approach works. Um, someone else likes Beth from Yellowstone, and my mom is named Mary Teresa, so we like Mary. So there's you. you could do a blend of both. Someone had three E's in seven years, Ethan, Emily, and Eric. Here's one that I'm going, Meh. I'm having a boy. I'm a teacher. I can't think of anything I like. Oh, yeah. Oh, I had a crummy version of every name at some point. <laughs> really have. Even if you've only been a teacher for a couple of years, that yeah. potentially could be 60 or 70 students. And if you're teaching multiple grades or or let's say you're the French teacher at a school and you just push the cart around so you're going classroom to classroom, oh, you've got hundreds of names a year you hate. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Then you've got to attach it to the thing you're supposed to love the most. Honestly, I think teachers, that has to be the hardest thing. Ooh. Yeah. Police officers, people you arrest. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Judges. Yeah. Oh. yeah. That's true. There's a, there's a lot. Text out of London is fantastic. I didn't see it. It got broken up into a bunch, but our daughter's name is Nova. We had a hard time with female names. I like hippie-ish names. My husband is not. He suggested Nova, and I was instantly in love. Three days later, he told me he liked it because it's the name of a car. <laughs> I don't even care. I get my hippie name. He gets to tell people she's named after a muscle car. <laughs> Isn't that the epitome of a marriage or a relationship for that matter? Compromise. A perfect compromise. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I like this one, too. My name is Pepper. My siblings, Amber, Kyle, and Ashley. They're all older than me, and then obviously those names were you know, right, yes. popular at that point. I like Pepper. That's Pepper, that's a cute me. name. Yeah. That is, that's fun. I think you could have a lot of fun with that. How did you come to your conclusion or your summary of, all right, this is the final list? Some people, it, we called our eldest something different, like her middle name, and then never said it the moment she was born. For nine months, because her middle name is Olivia. So we it, it somehow got shortened to Lola. So, hey, Lola, how, how's Lola today? And then not once. We have not called her that once. That's hilarious. Well, tra- a couple of years ago, she was like, I want to change my name. We're like, not a chance. Not nope. a chance. No. <laughs> you hit 18, you do what you wish. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> You're stuck with it all. It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. My station. Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio. Backstage Ben and for Laura. So it is the Backstage Bulletin. We'll get things off with Adele. Now, even though we've got no concerts here in Ontario, she is starting her weekends with Adele residency at Caesars uh, in Vegas. It's going to be Fridays and Saturdays, two exactly. shows a weekend from uh, this weekend until April 16th or something like that, I think. I said. All right. Uh, 4,200 seater. It's not massive, but it's a good size. $700,000 in it. <sighs> that she's getting paid on that. And it's just it's just weekends, so Friday, Saturday, Friday, Sunday? Nope, Fridays and Saturdays. Two shows. <laughs> Two shows, uh, so she's making almost a million and a half. And that's American bucks that we're talking about. And I, I would imagine not mentioned in this, but it would make sense. Uh, uh, now, unless she just said, okay, pay me X, and then you could do whatever. But she is likely selling her own merch there, too. 
off Yo, I'm fortune. Sure. Absolutely. She'll yeah. make off fortune. She will make a fortune. Yeah, I have seen, from what I saw, I think tickets go up to about $9,000 per ticket. Huh. Yeah. But if you're a high roller in Vegas, uh, you, most casinos will just comp that, pick that up, because they want you coming back. They man. want you coming back. Well, they want Adele coming back, too, eventually, I think, because <laughs> they've got her in a $50,000 a night private suite, accessible anytime during the residency. She's been given a butler, executive assistant, chauffeur, and security. Her and any guests she brings along will also be able to eat and drink for free at any Caesars resort or any restaurant in any of the Caesars. So she's living large for a little while. I Now there's two sides to people like, oh, I can't believe it's so expensive. She's earned it. She's earned it. She, th- that's the reality of it. it. It's unfortunate not everyone could afford to go. I mean, for most of us, it's a, it's a big ticket item. Yep. But... Girlfriend, you know, started from the bottom and, and now she's very much there. Make friends with a high roller if you can. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. To me, it seems like, I mean, I don't always get the we'll pay you ridiculous amounts of money and also give you everything for free at the same time. But Vegas is just, it's That's a unicorn. Do it. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. And I mean, yeah, so they're making money on not only the seats, but likely people are going to be dropping some coins yeah. on some tables or in some slots on their way to and from oh, the show. Uh, that's, that's half the battle. They're not even, on ticket sales alone, I don't think they'd touch 700 grand and all the costs that are associated with having her there. However, it's not about that. It's almost like a loss leader. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Just for sure. Come on in and gamble at our casino and yep. we'll give you a deal. Well, she's got her security. It looks like Pete Davidson's going to need some extra security too. Allegedly, he has hired extra security because of uh, Ye's new song called I've Never Had It Easy. Uh, in which he references there's a bar that he basically talks about beating up Pete Davidson. Um, Now, the source is saying that Pete's not worried about Kanye necessarily. They were both at Chicago's um, birthday over the weekend. I don't think they were really hanging out too close, but they were both in the same vicinity. Uh, Pete's more concerned about the massive fan base that Ye has, devoted followers who may listen and act upon some of the lyrics in, uh, in the song. So that's why apparently... He's upping his security. Now, he never used to have security. Even when he was engaged to Ariana Grande, he didn't have a security detail at all around him. He just felt like, you know, he's a Staten Island boy, but like he could walk around New York and everybody knows who he is and he was right. relatively unbothered. But now he's just leveled up so much with Kim Kardashian that, yeah, he feels like he's a bit of a target now. Allegedly. I get it. See how long the heat resides for, and and if it, you know if this lasts beyond a month, because like, what's his running average on relationship length? Is he a six monther? Yeah, around that, I would say. Yeah. 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 At that point, you know, he it may be a fizzled out. Kim is looking for something different and more concrete, and it's Pete, like Pete, I'm sure he'll. I'll tell you. I'm not long-term for anybody. Well, he's in it for the ride right now. Yeah. yeah. He's just having a good time. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. We have Kinga on the line who may be mildly interrupted because you've yet to order your coffee. You're in the drive through line. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and what, the whole like, oh, they'll never call? And sure enough, it happened. Yep. <laughs> okay, so here we are. So we got the backstory. So uh, a proud mom, four teenage boys. The house is going to be so incredibly quiet. 
I I feel like that's a lot of cleanup just all yeah. the time. Yeah, the, between cleanup and then restocking. The fridge and the Febreze, <laughs> yes. Oh. I, feel, I feel like a combo of Febreze and Axe body spray. Yeah. <laughs> Is that somewhat accurate there? Uh, perfectly accurate. Yeah. So the way this works, anybody brand new to it, Benny is going to depart out of the room while uh, Kinga gets the three trivia questions first. And then back in, same three questions, most points out of three wins. Okay, so with Laura off, I'm also your question master. And whenever you're ready, you give me the green light and we'll jump in. Ready to do this? I'm, uh, can you give me two seconds? Yeah. I'll order my coffee. Yeah, go ahead, please. Go ahead. Uh, next. Hold on. I'm so sorry about this. That, that's okay. okay. I'm ordering. Okay. Can I get a large coffee? One cream, one milk, one sugar? Yes. And another one the same? Yes. Thank you. Okay, ready. Okay. No snacks, eh? Okay, good on you. Uh, all right, so question number one. Now, this is a sorted trivia. It's random. There's no, there is uh, no theme to this today, by the way. In Greek mythology, who is responsible f- for giving fire to humans? Oh, it's not Medusa. Um, I don't know. Prometheus. No. One of the gods of fire. Okay, so first one didn't pan out. That's okay. Second question. Nipissing University is in what city? Is it in Canada? It is. Nipissing University. Timmins? Oh, close. close. It's in uh, North Bay. Nipissing. I was close. Ish. Close ish. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't. Fortunately, no points for close, just like Jeopardy. Uh, okay, final question. The number of layers that make up Earth's atmosphere. Is it, I'll give you multiple choice, is it three, five, or seven? Five. You are correct. Well done. Okay, single point. Let's see how this goes. So we'll call Benny in, and this might allow you to pay, too. Benny! Okay, he's coming on back in. Ooh, nice little multiple choice to end it. Single point's always good, even if it ends in just a tie. It it feels like there's something on the board. Benny has skunked a few people in these last five games going just boom, 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 win, win, win. So, Benny, out of a possible three points, Kinga scored a single point. Okay. All right. And she ordered a couple of coffees. Uh, Oh, good. We we had some cream in there. Did we have sweetener? I think it was cream and sweetener, right? Oh, and cream, white sugar, and one milk. Okay, sorry. I was was completely wrong in all of that. My bad. Uh, Okay. In Greek mythology... Who is responsible for giving fire to humans? Yeah, I can only think of thunder right now. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I don't know. Prometheus. One of Ooh. the gods of fire. Yeah. Nice. Okay. All right. So at this point, same, same. Okay. Kanga did not get that correct. Nipissing University is in what city? It's Canadian. Yeah, it's North Bay. Damn it! <laughs> oh, she <laughs> yes. Said Timmins. So, she, so oh, she wow, wasn't yeah, far yeah, off. yeah. That's true. Nipissing University. It's where you belong, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's their tagline. <laughs> if you went to school here, you'd be home by now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Final question: Number of layers that make up Earth's atmosphere. Multiple choice, Benny. Is it three? Is it five? Is it seven? I think it's five. Final answer? Final answer. Yeah! Oh, 
one victory. So you know what, King? That he, you know what, he didn't mop the floor with you on this one. Mm-hmm. No, he didn't. This, and, and I mean, you were right there. You were Northern Ontario, yeah. literal <laughs> neighbors. <laughs> and I think Nipissing, like Lake Nipissing, I think it does flow in and around through mm-hmm. Timmins. By yeah. the way, it might yeah. lead into the river that uh, is near Timmins. So all that being said, two-one loss. It was a toughie for you. However, great to chat. Nice to spend a few minutes with you. On what is now going to be a nice, calm and serene day until at least, what, 2.30, 3 o'clock when the kiddos are all done and wrapped up from school. That's right. But thank you so much. We'd love to have you back to redeem yourself. Uh, be well, uh, safe travels, and we'll talk to you soon and give you an opportunity, just like Kinga tomorrow, at around 8.35 to try your luck to see if you can beat backstage Ben and pal can crack six thank in a you. row. Yes. We're on a streak. Woo. Streaker. <laughs>